Hello, and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast today, we've got John Payne again. How are you doing, John? I'm good, thank you, Chris. How are you? Really good, really good. Um, I just made you nervous before we started recording, so I'm really hoping to keep pushing on that a little bit to see what happens. <laughs> um, so, John, very quickly before we kick off, um, for anyone who's been really naughty and not listened to season one and missed your fantastic first episode, um, can you just give everyone a reminder of who you are and who, who Noisy Little Monkey are? Yes. Uh, so, Noisy Little Monkey are... Um, well, we've changed slightly, actually. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so we are an SEO and HubSpot consultancy. Ooh, yeah. That's a big change. About, like, yeah, it is a big change. Um, so yeah, specializing obviously in acquiring traffic, um, at, uh, acquiring traffic and leads, um, using SEO. Um, and we've got some partners in content at PPC as well. Um, and then nurturing and converting those leads into customers, um, using HubSpot and doing sales training. Cool. So, uh, who are you? Oh, yeah, I'm John Payne. I am uh, the co-founder, along with the marvellous Nicola Payne, um, my wife and managing director. And, yeah, we founded the business 14 years ago. And, yeah, we've had some ups and downs. I think the last time I talked to you, we were kind of thought we were in a, we're in a pretty serious down. Then it turned out we were in the middle of a very serious down. <laughs> um, and we feel like we're, we've hit the bottom of a, and are bouncing up. At the right time as well, because now's the time to, to double down on lead gen, SEO and things like that. And I think it's, yeah. this is, it sounds like a really good uh, decision to, to, to go further into SEO and the HubSpot stuff for sure, especially with with um, the uh, prove that you can do it kind of need right now from a value point of view. Um, yeah. You know, tell a client we can do X where well, you can prove it now because you've got systems behind it all. So what what what's been some of the the major things that have happened in the last year in, within the agency? What have you done that you've adapted to? Um, so one of the things that probably had been an underlying problem for a couple of years is um, our content department. That's a rather grand name for a business of about sixteen people, um, but our content um, team were really being carried. Um, by the SEO and HubSpot side of the business. Mm. So uh, between SEO and HubSpot, they were making about 80%, 90% of revenue and content, while it was fun, wasn't making much money. Mm. Um, mm. Anything that came in that was content always had an SEO, a big SEO element. Or a big yeah, yeah. HubSpot setup element. Um, so that's the big, that's the key change that we've made is we've uh, gone through the pain of getting rid of some of our very good friends, uh, people who've been with us for 11 years um, mm. on a couple of occasions, um, getting rid of some of our very good friends, 
um, when their 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 role was no re- not really making business any money. In fact, it was losing the business money. Yeah, I I I I I know from experience how sad that can be. Um, it's it's hard personally. It's also hard professionally as well to sort of square the circle of you know we're here as a team, and then then you have to make decisions. But um, it's it, uh, one thing I always remind uh, the agency leaders that I work with is you know you've got to look at it. It is a business, and the continuity of the business um, relies on making money, and um, and if there's things that are not making money or make money less um, valuable then you have to make a change because there's more people to that you need to keep in post and pay their bills for you know and all that sort of stuff and um, so just hold, you know holding on and holding on sometimes does more damage um and it's really it's it sounds awful to sort of look at it from a you know you can't afford it you've got to get rid of it uh, or a it's costing more money than than we want it to make but it's still it, it can be painful regardless because you're dealing with people and like you say it's mm. friends that you've had that that's happened to um it's it sounds like like you say you know doing the pivot has has, has had some good um yield from it already which is which is nice and you know seeing you with a smile means that something something good's happened i'm hoping um <laughs> um you know, you 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 did your you did an event last year. I think was it uh, May last year, almost a year ago. Uh, I can't remember when it was. Then. I can't remember. I think it was April. Yeah, probably April. Um, uh, April May. Um, mm. Digital gaggle. Um, that was it. Our yeah, um, our marketing meetup for yeah marketers and that kind of stuff across the southwest went really well. Actually, in fact, it made money. Um, which was great. We don't do it to do to make money. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it was like uh, a small retained client jumping on board and paying us all at once. That was awesome. Yeah, amazing. Um, which was great. It, it enabled us to make to to give a for the next one. We'll give a a, a, a slightly superior experience, um, which is that's it. Slightly improved experience. The experience is already pretty damn good, but it is not yeah. uh, stuff that's useful. I, I've got a feeling, a theory with events that the events that go into them with the perspective that they have to make money, aka a business that is the business for events, they often end up. You often do the, well, we'll save a few quid here or make a few quid there, which sacrifices something along the way. Whereas if you look at it from a, this just 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 shouldn't cost us too much money, or it shouldn't cost us any money, um, then you make decisions yeah, that means you get good speakers, you get good hospitality good venue good food etc all that sort of stuff and then that means everyone has a great time and if you do make a couple of quid you can use that to reinvest and make it better the next time and so on and so forth and it's, it's a really nice way of doing it um and as soon as you start thinking mm, how can we make more money out of this you're going down the wrong track <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well and it, you know anybody who knows us knows that we set the business up because we wanted to share knowledge mm. now as much as anything um we wanted people to um be able to when we were in the deep dark days of seos we wanted to 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 stop bad seos Mm. doing Mm. bad work by um encouraging people to learn how to do stuff better learn how to do it in-house or at least Mm. use a better agency and by teaching them how to do it in-house often they chose us as the agency because they could see the workings of how we worked yeah um and we're doing that. Uh, funnily enough, you know, the, we, we, that works with HubSpot as well. And um, mm. I thought, actually, HubSpot, big software company, 
um, and actually a really sharing organisation. They're going to be really good at choosing partners who do that. Of course, they're, they're just mm. they're a software sales company, so they yeah, yeah. partners who'll shift software. So we fit a lot, fix a lot of broken installs because it goes wrong. And but we've we've given away all of this knowledge. So yeah, it's it's working really well, and we'll never try and make money from the events. Um, mm. unless someone comes along and tries to buy it from us for an extraordinary amount of money. And then and if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so lots has, lots has happened in the industry as well, not just in, in Noisy Little Monkey in the last year. What's been kind of like the big standout things that you've seen emerging or changing in the industry that you're either adopting or working on avoiding? Um, what's, what's been going on? Uh, I guess... The, the the big standout changes for us have been around people um in that um uh, good people are even harder to find um mm-hmm. uh, and by harder to find i obviously mean much more expensive um uh and also hard to find but but you know, you know everybody's getting yeah, yeah. and you know that's you know we're paying our guys more as a result so which is you know it's a good thing all around um uh so good people are harder to find um, and there is in the market there is a belief that um, uh, a freelancer is as good as a as an agency, and I would say mm. that a lot of the time that is true. Like freelancers can be as good as an agency depending on the project you put them on. Yeah, if you're putting them on a project where they need where it needs lots of people or lots of you know the cl- client needs loads of management, then actually yeah. you're starting to get you're seeing a lot of diminishing returns. So there's a lot of good freelancers about, and that's kind of muddying the water, I think, during um, selection process for you know agencies and stuff. But equally, now you're seeing a lot of freelancers who are going, "Oh, I'm not quite as busy as I was post pandemic." Yeah, there's there's a few sides to this, isn't there? Where there's so I've noticed and I've seen from other agencies that they're competing against other freelancers for the same pitch, um, and I think that's that's fundamentally got some issues going on there and that's whether the agency should be pitching for it because it's a freelancer type job and that it's come across their desk because someone doesn't know who to give it to as a as a, a, a request for a proposal or a freelancer believes that they can deliver the scale or the scope that an agency can deliver which is worrying because that then usually suggests that it's being outsourced to an even further third party yeah. um which then you know should be worrying and, and and i always hoped that by this time in in the the digital maturity of, of of digital marketing that the people who spend the money would be a little bit more um aware of what the value of the money they're spending is but it still hasn't quite gone through um even at enterprise level you see these sorts of things um one thing i have noticed uh, and i don't know what you've what, whether you've seen this but around covid time when lots of people were, be, were being put on furlough and they were spending a lot of time outside of work they started spinning up their own little freelance side hustle stuff and that was great. They made a few quid. Uh, they thought, oh, I'm good enough. I'm going to go alone. Left agency, went freelance. 18 months, two years later, they're now going back into agency, more or less where they left. Yeah. Um, but at a slightly higher price because the fees have gone up for most most yeah. um, roles. Um, but the 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 um, the worry I've got for for those sorts of people is that they've had a taste of freedom. <laughs> so they'll be harder to lead um, because they've got their own ways of doing things, which they've had to adopt in order to run a freelance uh, career. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably legitimate. Um, we, 
I don't think we've ever employed someone who's... Oh, no, we have actually, yeah, employed an ex-freelancer once. They didn't make it, make it past probation. Um, because they... Case in point. Yeah, they were... Uh, you know, they were really good at what they did. But the, you need... Yeah, you need everybody to be pulling in the same direction. And if someone... Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so convinced that they're the star player or actually their way is the better way. Mm. And it might be the better way, but it's just not the better way when you're a big gang of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, there's... There's uh, pro uh, the there's process that needs to be followed in agencies, not just because it's necessarily the perfect way of doing something. It's because you need to be able to create it repeatedly um, for all clients to to make sure everyone gets the same value, everyone gets the same in. It, it, you know, it's really hard to kind of just have a do SEO process, which is that that's all it is, because then it becomes. Yeah. A lot harder for you know someone leaves to pick up and where where they left off things like that, and um, and it's also quite hard for someone who's set themselves in their own ways and um, to be approached with a challenge that they're not quite um, emotionally ready to take. So you know if I came to you with a challenge about how you do something, you'd be quite emotionally stable enough, hopefully, to take on that challenge and go actually no here's why i think this and you then have a conversation where one of you comes to a conclusion and goes mm, the other guy's right um yeah. and that's a lot harder when you've kind of gone it alone for a little bit um yeah. but th people have to learn and integrate and change if they if they want to go you know grow there's th this this industry won't look like it does now in in two three four five years time i don't think at all um so with all of the things that are happening uh, in agency, around agency, in the industry, and things like that, what, what, have, what, have, um, how have you grown as a leader in the last year? Because I remember we talked um, when we talked last year. You were saying that you know, um, taking a step away from some of the, the 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 doing bits with the team and leading them more was kind of what you wanted to do. Um, <laughs> we're not going to mention the other thing because we talked about it five times, and I think I put it in all of the tweets. Um, but what what what's been what's been kind of like your core kind of pe uh, professional growth um, over the last year? Um, huh, but that's funny because uh, actually we're I think we're at a stage in our lives where I've uh, a stage in our lives a stage in the the business's life where I'm jumping back in and being much more client services, mm. um, which I was able to when we had a bigger team mm. who were losing me money, uh, I was able to mm. do as much work. Um, and you know, headcount. Oh, that's great! And we can't believe that we like that. Nick and I, Nick let me yeah carry on for so long. It's not her fault, um, but it's just like she's normally really good at spotting that stuff. Um, but so yeah, the, the I think that probably the the biggest change for me personally and Nicola actually mm -hmm. is that we have have become much more cold in our decision making or or, or mm. uh, when i say hot when, when i say cold i don't mean we're deliberately trying to make people sad but we're actually rather than being being emotional about it we go yeah we have and this is something that that yeah it's looking after number one um mm. which is a particular a lot of agency people folks struggle with that i think because they yeah, enjoy yeah. being around other creative people but actually if you're not focusing on making sure that there's money in the bank for the, for the next six months and there's money in your personal bank for the next six months a year and we're going into the potentially even more troubled waters that we're facing 
you know, you're already on a rocky stability. You have to focus on how, how am I going to get paid? Who's yeah. paying my mortgage? And then after that, I can worry about other people's mortgages. Um, Agreed. Um, and I think that you can be emotionally intelligent in your decision-making without having to be emotional. Um, and that's a, that's, that's a strength it's hard to do. Um, and, and I, I often find that in agency, because things move quickly or because they're perceived to move quickly, everyone just moves quickly in decisions and reactionary type things happen and reactions are usually emotionally led or visceral. Um, whereas if you, I often say to people, you go slow to go fast. My grandmother used to say, less haste, more speed, Christopher. Um, so basically stop rushing and you'll get there faster. Um, and when you start thinking about, okay, this doesn't have to be decided right now, or this doesn't have to be responded to right now, let's look at this more objectively. Let's talk about it once we've made a decision. Let's have a, a separate amount of time. And you can be dispassionate in how you deal with things, but obviously layer in the right emotional intelligence. And I think where people find it hard to do, it's one of two things. One they're constantly in the fight or flight mode style of, of leadership, which is a lot of agency leaders, um, sadly. Uh, or they're just really good at doing the doing, and they never really meant to be the leader. Um, and that's that's really hard for, to, to as a conclusion to come to sometimes. But yeah. you know, that's when so, uh, I, I spoke to to an agency leader the other day, and he felt cornered on a on a one to one. A team of fully remote, so you don't get a huge amount of personal time, felt cornered on a one-to-one -one and accidentally gave a huge pay rise, like a, a large one, by accident. Not because they weren't due one, but because in the process of react, 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 just went, oh yeah, yeah, this is the amount, rather than, like, this is what you're being paid now and didn't know what the difference would be. And that's made huge problems because... Now that person's kind of shouldn't really have been gloating, but did mention it to someone else in the team who was also remote, which then caused a knock-on impact that meant that that one large pay rise has now potentially snowballed into several. Um, and all of that was because it was a react right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than say, hey, I need to have a look at the numbers. I'll come back to you this afternoon or tomorrow morning or next week. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference a couple of days if you're paid monthly. Yeah, <laughs> um, that says. But hey, you know, and 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 I think leadership is a leadership is um, not some. It's you can learn the principles, but you're not. You can learn. You can be taught to manage. You can't really learn to lead. It's 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 hard. So you've just got to have mechanisms in place to do the stuff that helps you take a step back away from trying to lead because you know if 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 you slow things down you you then have that less emotional response to something which which can seem cold but actually it isn't it's just the right way of doing it that's how yeah. other businesses work real ones <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ceo of barclays worries when he has to have these conversations it, it, it's or she i don't know who it is now anyway um they they'll do they uh but when when that person has to make a difficult decision, they make a difficult decision based on the shareholders and the share value, and they layer in how that's going to be perceived personally, but they can't let it drive the decision. It's what the the one of the funny things that's come out of so um, January was when we um, uh, we made five roles redundant, 
um, and um, which is a significant portion of our team because we're mm. small and be perfectly formed. We're even smaller, more perfectly formed now. Um, but actually, for for all of January, I was in flight or fight or flight mode. Mm. Um, okay, imagine. And, the whole, and of course, the rest of the team were because they were like, well, "Was that enough?" They look at we <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then February still kind of crazy, although I was calm because I like almost was in Zen mode. But um, come March, everybody we was we we said to everybody, look, we need to we we need to be really steady about what we do. We, mm. we were starting to make a few mistakes in January and February, um, and we actually talked about that. Slow down, have conversations with people. Mm. Allow yourself time to breathe and see what happens. And of course, yeah. everything's got better. And everybody's a bit, everybody's lots calmer. Yeah, and and it, and and it does take time. It's that ripple effect style. You've got to wait for it to 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 ease off a little bit. So, if we were to talk in twelve months' time, season three, should we say? Uh, and I was to say, John, did you get that thing done? What's the thing that you're going to work on in the next twelve months for the for the agency? So it is, it's repositioning us i'm really glad you said pivoted i feel like we've taken eight weeks to not quite get there so i don't think it pivots fair um <laughs> i appreciate you pretending that it is remember eight weeks is a lot quicker than big organizations or almost any organization truly does do a pivot i feel like they should pay you a retainer for this kind of stuff um because you just make well, it up later great. fine i don't know don't know why more people don't pay you a huge well for this kind of they do and they should and if you're listening to this, you know where to find me. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we will have our external and uh, internal messaging absolutely clear on that we're a SEO and a HubSpot consultancy because our mm. people have been doing consultancy for ages because we coach and mentor our, our clients on 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 how they can be better. Yeah. Um, yet we're still perceived as once we've done that, they go, oh, and then and then let's let's have all of the low value mm. stuff off of you, please. Um, and none of our guys like doing that, which is you know why we don't have that anymore. So it, it, the weird thing is, is we'll always be an agency because that's the kind of service, the, the kind of um, space we're in. Yeah, we're, we'll be a we're, yeah. So I think people will know that we are um, uh, uh, primarily a HubSpot um, agency, a, a consultancy, excuse me, with who can drive traffic for SEO. Through SEO, and what I was thinking is maybe I don't know. This sounds a bit um, sounds a bit um, uh, BS, but but maybe we'll be positioned as a SEO and sales enablement consultancy. Mm. But it's that sounds a bit. Oh, I'm not going to swear, but it sounds a bit crappy. Yeah, and um, I, I I can't. I mean, it's it's hard, obviously, when you're having these kinds of conversations. I always I always fall back to a confused mind doesn't buy. Um, yeah. So if if they don't get it in a single sentence, then it's not right. Yeah, that's pretty. So we won't be that. <laughs> so in right. 12 months, we'll be talking about the right positioning for the right audience with the right message. Yep. And I think that's a really good, really good yep. um, target. I mean, it's a, it's a good amount of time to get it done properly as well. And, it's, and it is a big thing because it makes or breaks many businesses. Yeah. And, and the the the, it, the joy of it is we've still got incoming leads because we've got a reputation and we've got mm, mm, um, we're an SEO agency so we've got um, lots of traffic coming from organic which converts into leads 
So we're still getting leads. We're still getting inquiries. So there's not too much. And they're only, they're coming in for the same stuff as they always do, yeah. which is SEO and HubSpot. Um, so, um, yeah, we've got some, some breathing room. And because, as I said last time, I think, um, because my wife is a brilliant managing director, we have lots of money in the bank. Um, that's, so, that's what you need. Yeah. You need a good one of them and a lot of that. So thank you so much for coming on a second time, John. Um, hopefully we'll speak before the year's out, um, but definitely want to talk, see how you got on with that next year uh, for everyone listening in season three. So thanks very much. That'd be great. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. Thank you. Uh, in our next episode, we'll be revisiting another agency leader to see how their last year's been. So thanks very much for listening, everybody. Ha, ha, ha.